Hello and welcome back. Guess what, dickheads? The Kansas City Chiefs are world champions once again. Hmm. What happened? Oh, what happened? Philadelphia Eagles, what happened? Everybody that said the Chiefs took a step back this year, what happened? All of the so-called experts and the fucking bitch-ass talking heads, all of you fucking media personnel, what happened? Shout out Nick Wright, ride or die bitch. Since day one. That man never faltered nor wavered. Shout out Colin Cowherd. Mid last week around Wednesday. He says, oh, I don't know. I don't know if Jalen Hurts' shoulder is 100%. And the more I look at these, these comparisons... The Chiefs O-line is better than what people think. And on some level, it just feels wrong to bet against Patrick Mahomes. So I j it just doesn't sit right with me going against Patrick Mahomes. Those were his words. Good on you, Colin. Way to join the winning team. Nick Sirianni, you stupid bitch. Crying at the national anthem. It was Chris Stapleton, for God's sakes. If someone would have cried at Whitney Houston's rendition of it, I'd have been like, you know what? <clears throat> I might have cried just because the motherfucker was seven minutes long. Let's get the game started already. You cried during the national anthem. What a fucking bitch move. Because you're so happy to ride Doug Peterson's coattails. You're so fucking happy to take Doug Peterson's team, Howie Roseman's team, to the Super Bowl. Congratulations, Nick Sirianni. You had the easiest job in the league. And you fucked it up. I, I'm sorry. I didn't someone say the Eagles had the number one pass defense? Oh yeah, about fucking a hundred different people said that. Either on national television, national radio, podcast, but it doesn't matter. I thought they had the number one pass defense. Didn't they have like a record year as a team for sacks? It's almost like someone has been telling you 
all season that all the teams in the NFC East were not as good as everyone thought they were, no matter what their records say. Yeah, I understand it wasn't a blowout because that's not what the Chiefs do. The Chiefs don't blow out people. And if they had a certain wide receiver still, it very well could have been a blowout. But it's okay. I don't miss him. He's out there siding with the enemy on Twitter. I, I don't miss him. How'd that feel? Sitting on your couch watching that game, Cheetah. How'd it feel, you fucking bum? I got news for you, bud. We don't miss you. Was what Juju tweeted the other day a little out of pocket? Maybe. Was it hilarious? Yes. I thought AJ Brown's response was kind of funny, too. I thought all of it was kind of funny. You know what you didn't need to do was interject yourself into a situation... You weren't a part of. You left. Sit on your couch. Keep your fucking mouth shut. You made the choice to leave. You wanted out. You wanted more money. They said, we're doing team-friendly deals. They even offered you a shit ton of money, but they were doing team-friendly deals. You didn't want that. So you wanted out. That's on you. Get the fuck out of here. We don't miss you. I started off the season by saying, you know what, there's not really going to be a whole lot of big over-the-top plays anymore, but they, the Chiefs will own the middle of the field. They will fucking run it. And guess what they did? They ran it. Middle of the field. You can just fucking spray their name all over that bitch. They owned it. They're world champions. How many fucking times do I have to say it? The Chiefs don't blow people out. I understand that. But... We knew what the Chiefs defense was. <laughs> One of my buddies tried saying they had like a top three defense. I was like, I'm pretty sure they were ranked 20th overall throughout the season. And then some people are like, well, since this week, they had like the number. No, 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 no. They're not a top three defense. They don't have the number eight defense, whatever it is the fuck people want to say. <laughs> they have a lower class defense with a lot of rookies. A lot of young guys. So, I mean, for the first half, the Eagles offense controlled the field. People are like, well, Mahomes only had was 182 passing yards. I was like, he basically didn't play an entire half. Throughout the first half of the game, it was a very one-sided game.
It wasn't even that the Eagles were making great stops. It was just the offense wasn't out there. I mean, they, they had a couple. But then in the second half, the Chiefs scored on every possession they had. Jalen Hurts had a big fucking oopsie in the second quarter. And look, this rugby style fucking quarterback sneak that they're doing, it's legal right now. It probably won't be for long. Because I, it's just, it's unstoppable. And can we stop? Okay. Jalen Hurts played a great game. Especially with a fucked up shoulder. For anyone that wanted to run their mouth about the last play of the game. First of all, that field clearly fucked up. I don't know if it was the paint or what, but I do know in the very first game of the season, Chiefs went there and fucking Harrison Butker about broke his fucking leg. People were slipping and sliding all over the place. And then in the Super Bowl, same thing happened. I didn't watch much Arizona Cardinal football this year because who gives a shit? But I have to imagine... There were other people slipping and sliding around on that field throughout the season. And the Eagles kicker almost broke his fucking leg. But. I do think on that last play, he may have slipped a little bit. I don't know. It was hard to tell. But also, he's probably going to have to have surgery on his shoulder. And I think he just hauled it as, as much as he had left. It looked like it was causing him pain. Nevertheless, he threw for 304 yards and a touchdown. 70 rushing yards. Three rushing touchdowns. But... I only give you credit for one of those rushing touchdowns. Two of them, you were shoved on this rugby fucking style go for it. Where your offensive line basically just falls over forward and your running backs shove you. Uh, that's exactly what happened. Every time they lined it up, that's what happened. And that game was not lost by a quote, controversial quote, or end quote, call. He held him. You look at it from the right angle... And his jersey looked like a fucking sail on a boat. Stretched out. Is it a soft call? Yeah, probably. Was that holding? Yes. 
especially since holds had been missed throughout the game. Players and fans are letting the refs know. And then on the same play that you got burned on twice, what do corners do after they've been burned on the same play before? They can't beat it. What do they do? They hold. Every team does it. The Chiefs are notorious for doing it. At least, you know, not not as much this year. Still a little bit this year, but in the past years, notorious for it. Two years ago, in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. I fucking saw it constantly. Last year against the Bengals. I knew it because they couldn't stop Jamar Chase. I was like, they're going to hold him the entire game. And that's what they did. I don't remember who who was it. Rashad Fenton. Yeah, I remember you, old boy. Rashad Fenton. Out there clapping on the field like he fucking did something. You knew you were holding. Against against the Bengals. Rashad Fenton was holding Jamar Chase all game. Got called for it multiple times. Because he knew he was going to get burnt. If it's a hold in the preseason, it's a hold in the regular season, it's a hold in the postseason. If it is a hold on the first play of a preseason game, it is a hold on the last play of a Super Bowl. You don't want to give up that call? Don't hold. Do a better job defending. The Eagles were flatly outcoached. Nick Sirianni was far, far over his skis. In the first half, it looked like he had a great game plan. The game plan was keep the offense on the field, run the ball, keep Mahomes off the field. Keep it out of Mahomes' hand as much as, as, much as we can. In the second half, didn't go so well. The Eagles offense did everything they were supposed to do. Their special teams and their defense lost that game. Stop blaming the refs. Your defense let you down. Your special teams left let you down. God, I feel so vindicated in what everybody said was a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. They took a step back. They got worse. 
this take, that take, whatever, all of them bad. What happened? Now, I got to go against my boy Nick right here. I don't think it's a dynasty. I know. They, they're talking about it on first things first. I know. I, I did agree with his point where in the NBA, I think you have to have more. He says in the NFL, you ha it takes less. And in the NBA, you have to have more because you've seen the three-peats and all these teams. I mean, think about how many championships some of these organizations have won in the NBA. There are two teams in the NFL that have six. The Patriots and the Steelers. That's the most. Tom Brady has seven. Six with the Patriots, one with the Bucks. Joe Montana, four with the 49ers. I, I understand all these things. But in the NBA, I mean, Bill Russell had 11 rings. How many championships have the Lakers won? How many championships have the Celtics won? I mean... Those are dynasties. And if you really want to think about it, the Patriots had two separate dynasties. There was a 10-year gap there where they, they didn't win one. But still... I, I, I do think it takes a little less in, uh, the NFL. You make three Super Bowls in four years and you win two on two of them. I think it's still the beginning of the dynasty because we can't really count conference championships. But still, what happened? What about the Eagles' run game? Dog shit. 115 yards on 38 total carries. For a whopping 3.6 yards per carry. And now if you take away the runs by Jalen Hurts, so just the running backs, you've got, what is it, 45 yards on 17 carries for a 2.7 yards per carry. For the Chiefs, 
26 carries, 158 yards. That's close to 6.1 yards per carry. Take away runs by the quarterback. I'll give you that. Six attempts from Mahomes for 44 yards. Um, that would be, let me do the math here. 20, hold on. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, 76, 34, and 4. Still 5.7 yards per carry. I, I thought they were a good rushing team. Patrick Mahomes was 6 for 44. That's 7.3. Jalen Hurts, 15 for 70. 4.7. What happened? What happened? You had 122 more passing yards. Less efficient. Was it like a 103.4, 104.3 pass rating? That's pretty good. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's 27, 38. 304. Patrick Mahomes, 21 of 27 for 182. And in the second half, he was perfect except for one throwaway throughout the back of the end zone. That was the only incompletion in the second half. I believe the rating was oh, 134 or something. Jesus. I just... Since 1999, the quarterback that won MVP of the league did not win the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Count it. Patrick Mahomes is now undisputably the third best quarterback of all time. One, obviously, Brady. Two, Joe Montana. Three, Patrick Mahomes.
updated quarterback rank or standings. Nick Wright coming in at five. Joe Burrow coming in at four. Jalen Hurts at three. Patrick Mahomes on one leg. At two, Patrick Mahomes. At one, Patrick Mahomes down 10 points in the Super Bowl. What happened? I get so tired of this shit. I understand what it was like to be a Patriots fan now during the Brady Brady era. Motherfuckers just want to count you out at any given chance they can. What happened? I, I Sean Payton did say it last week on Friday, I believe. He said, I don't trust the Eagles defense and I really don't trust their special teams. Sean Payton knows what he's talking about. But Sean Payton is also considering Rex Ryan to be the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Rex Ryan hasn't been a DC since 2008. He was fired from his last head coaching position in 2016. Okay. You do what you want, bud. Whatever. I I hope that works out for you. Eagles are losing both their OC and their DC. Uh, Gannon is the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, what's his name? Shane Stipen? I don't remember the fucking the other guy's name. Uh, new head coach of the Colts. What are the Eagles going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't tell you. What am I going to do now? Holy shit, I've lost so much free content. I'm going to have to actually, like, try. I'm going to have to actually, like, I don't know, try to entertain people. My man, we got, you know, free agency and the draft and whatnot, but hmm. 
we got time to prepare for that. I don't know what we're going to do, people. We'll figure it out together, though. So, we're about out of time on this here first segment. I'm going to go ahead and call it here. I'm going to take a piss. We'll be right back. We'll have to, I don't know, figure out some other things to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's up, party people? <clears throat> Here's the rundown. So the first segment on this episode I recorded um, February 16th. A week after the Super Bowl. Work and life has been ridiculous. It's March 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh my god, I know. I know I'm falling behind. I'm not giving up. It's just... It's a lot. It's a lot, bruh. Know what I be talking about? A hat. But, uh... Interesting things have happened since that time. Um, uh, more NBA news. I know we talked about how nobody gives a shit about basketball, uh, or, or professional basketball anyway. Um, but aside from the Brooklyn Nets trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks, they also traded Kevin Durant. To the Phoenix Suns. So you know. Props to them for. Uh, you know trying to do a rebuild. And getting rid of a tire fire. Uh, Kevin Durant wasn't the problem. But you know. You get toxic Kyrie out. And they're like okay. Well maybe you can build something. It's not going to work this year. You know, but, you know, maybe you can start to build something. And then you trade KD and they're like, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, no, never mind. It's it's going to be a minute till you're barely competitive. Uh, I mean, there's some news coming from around the NFL. Uh, a lot of whispers right now. Uh, look. The Combine is going on right now. I, I don't care about the Combine. I mean, you know, some things are impressive. You know, I'm like, oh, 40 times, you know, that, that dude's fast. I mean, that's whatever. But I think everybody knows that <clears throat> just because you run the 40 really fast, or even though some of those somewhat slow, it doesn't directly translate to speed on the field. Because a lot of guys, even Tyreek Hill, will be like, 
I mean, I'm just out there running by myself. Like that's that's not even as fast as I can run. I can run as fast as I have to. Out running a guy, chasing someone down. I mean, everyone gets faster when they're running after someone, and everyone gets faster when they're running away from someone. It's a mentality thing. And also, your time's going to vary from being in full pads to being in spandex. So, whatever. The combine, great. Whatever. Cool. I I mean, so many times people sit and, and talk about these things they see at the combine, that they see at pro days, that they e- even see in preseason. Oh, well, this guy did this in college. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't fucking care about that. All you're doing is getting looks. You're predicting their future off of looks at who they were, not who they are. I don't care how good they looked in college. I don't care about how many wins, how many losses, yards, touchdowns, tackles. I don't give a shit about any of that. It literally does not matter. I mean, I I have to see you play. I have to know that you can play football and play well. But I hate when guys get into the league and people still talk about their college stats like it fucking matters anymore. I'm I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. We all know this. Patrick Mahomes is my dude. They still talk about his college stuff. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care about that. I don't need commentators to sit there and talk about, well, you know, this rookie, you know, he accomplished this, this, and this in college. During an NFL game. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather the commentator just say, Man, you know what? This guy's a rookie. Let's see what he does. Then after he starts to play, we can talk about how he's doing as a professional football player. I don't give a shit about how how he looked in college. Because there are guys... That looked amazing coming out of college. And there are guys that looked average. Average or lower in college. Tom Brady never looked like anything special. He won seven Super Bowls. They said Johnny Manziel was the greatest quarterback of all time. Where's he at? What about Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Kaiser, E.J. Manuel, Josh Rosen? 
Tim Tebow. Where are they at? What's Deshaun Watson doing now? Tua looked phenomenal in college. In the NFL, he's he's small, he's tiny. Constantly getting concussed. Patrick Mahomes wasn't on anybody's radar because they couldn't win at Texas A&M. Now he's the best quarterback in the league. Every so often you've got guys that shine in college that become stars in the NFL. Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence on his way. They say the same thing about Caleb Williams right now. They said the same thing about Justin Fields. What's he doing right now? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't give a fuck about college stats. Anyways. So, yeah, yeah, old guys like to sit around and talk about the combine. I don't care about that. And more and more players are realizing today that the combine doesn't matter. Certain things don't matter. They don't run the 40. They don't do this. They don't do that. Some guys are just like, yeah, I'm not going. I'll go to the draft, and if they draft me, great. If not, you know, keep working. Aaron Rodgers is a ridiculous man-child. So since we've last talked, or since the first segment of this episode, he went into a darkness retreat for four days, or four nights, whatever you want to fucking say. It same difference, who cares? where you go and stay in some fucking cabin out in the middle of nowhere and just pure dark so you can be alone with your thoughts I mean I I saw a video of the place I mean you can turn the lights on and stuff if you want in there that you just sit there in the fucking dark it's like an underground cabin or whatever Ridiculous. You're almost 40 years old. Grow a fucking pair of balls already. Holy shit. You're almost 40. It's time to be a man. I'm going to go into this, this darkness retreat and... Uh... It'll help me come to make a decision on what I'm going to do next year. Oh, please. You're either going to go back to Green Bay or you're going to retire. 
fucking make a decision. Either you want to continue to make $50 million a year or you want to sit on your couch. Which is it? Grow up. I get so sick of this shit. All these teams, all these teams, there was rumors. The list for Aaron Rodgers was was so long. Raiders are out. Titans are out. Looks like the Jets are out. The Bears could afford to pay him. They're not. They're not going to make a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Are you fucking kidding me? There would be riots in Chicago <clears throat> if Aaron Rodgers went to play for the Bears. Falcons? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to the fucking Falcons. And if I'm the Falcons, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the season, he made a tiny, tiny sliver of a run with a group of young guys that he doesn't really know or like. Why the fuck would I bring him into a new facility? Everybody's out. The Bengals could afford him after after shifting some things. Why? Why would I take Aaron Rodgers over Joe Burrow? And so just so people understand, this is not a talent argument. This is a behavioral argument. Because he's a ridiculous person. He is. He's a fucking buffoon. An overgrown baby. I think he went into this little darkness retreat just to get away. Whatever, probably fucking got somebody to bring some ayahuasca to him. Whatever, he wants to be a fucking weirdo. Great. And you got guys like Colin Cowherd, like, oh, I, I you know, I, I like meditation, so I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to judge anybody for what. They, no, 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 no. Look, I don't meditate. I don't do yoga. I don't do any of that shit. Whatever. I don't pray. Whatever. The normal shit is fine. Going on darkness retreats, going on the ayahuasca retreats, those are for ridiculous people. You want hallucinogenics? Call your fucking drug dealer. He can get you some shrooms. Grow up. I mean, god damn. I mean, god fucking damn. A four-day darkness retreat to make a decision? Dude, grow the fuck up. You make 50 million dollars a year right now 50 the highest paid player in the league do you want to make 50 million dollars again do you want to sit on your couch not a fucking hard decision to make do you love football and want to continue playing or do you want to be a fucking ridiculous person full time which is it 
fans and staff in Green Bay are too nice. <clears throat> Everybody in the northern part of the country, Michigan, Wisconsin, fucking Montana, Wyoming, they're all nice people. But especially Wisconsin. They're too nice. They won't call them out on these things. They won't. I would. If I'm a Green Bay fan, I'd be fucking pissed. I don't care if he never hears what I have to say. I'd be calling him out on every, every fucking day, every chance I had. Grow up. Decide. I think he went on this darkness retreat because <clears throat> beforehand, I think on some level he knew I am a full-time jackass. And just because the media says there's a market for me does not mean there actually is. I think there was more talk around the league that we, the public, didn't know about. Everybody just kind of nodding in agreement. Yeah, no, I don't want that guy in my locker room. Are you kidding me? He whines. He cries. He doesn't make decisions. He disappears. He goes on podcasts. He runs his mouth. Just overall, he acts like he's better than everybody else. I don't want anything to fucking do with that. And I don't want that level of toxicity in my locker room. And I think there was a lot of agreement between different organizations. Not necessarily that they're sitting down colluding together. Just they're kind of like, eh? Do we really want to deal with that? For a year or two? I mean, look at the Bucks right now. Look at the Rams right now. For fuck's sake, look at the Saints right now. The Saints tried to make it work for a little bit longer with Drew Brees. A fucking train wreck. The Bucks give up everything. Get Tom Brady. Now that he's gone, they're a fucking train wreck. The Rams. Yes, I do understand. It did not work for the Saints. It did work for the Bucks. Definitely for one season, kind of for another season. And then by the third season, everything fell apart, which is on par. That's what happens when you cash out. Like, yep, we're just going to fucking, we'll take it all. We'll take it all and run. 
Like, I'm not even worried about the problems down the road. We'll let we'll let future us deal with that. That's those guys' problems. <clears throat> the Rams get Stafford. It works for one season, obviously. This season, it it could have maybe worked, kind of like how it did for the Bucks in Brady's second season there. Had Stafford not gotten hurt, had Cooper Cup not had to deal with injuries. I mean, plenty of things went wrong for the Rams this year. But by next year, if everybody's healthy, I don't think it'll work. Stafford doesn't want to restructure his deal. Maybe somebody will talk him into it eventually, but God only knows that right now, as it stands, it doesn't work next year. There's always the small possibility that I'm wrong, that they have a good draft because they finished poorly this season, but you forget you still... I mean, what picks are, are are you really looking to get when you gave that when you gave some of those away in the trade to get Stafford? This is how organizations become dumpster fires. No team is going to look at the blueprint from the past few times that teams have tried to to trade everything away to make it work for one, maybe two seasons if they're lucky with the old guy. Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Matt Stafford. Didn't work for the Saints. I mean, the Rams had a better roster the year they won the Super Bowl than the Saints did when they tried to keep it keep it running with with Brees, but I mean, the Bucks roster was phenomenal. Now Brady's gone. You got a lot of guys coming off injuries. And you got quite a few unrestricted free agents coming up. What's going to happen? Things are going to fall apart. I got bad news for you, though. In Tampa Bay, you still won your division. Good luck drafting a quarterback. I just... Aaron Rodgers is either going to stay in Green Bay or he's going to retire. 
That's the decision that he knows he has to make. There isn't another one. I don't think there's another option. I mean, there's just certain guys. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes were a free agent right now, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, all these young guys, I mean, I understand that they're young and talented, yes. But what are they all good at? They're all good on social media. They're all good at the podium. They take responsibility. There's accountability. They have great integrity as people. Tom Brady, great at the podium, 20 years. Stafford, good at the podium. He's old, too. I mean, all, all, you got the blueprint, Aaron. All you got to do is read the motherfucker. You got the blueprint of, of how to make a team want you. Because you've got the talent. Even at almost 40, you've got the talent. But God, you are just a shit person. And I don't even think that like he's necessarily a bad guy. He's just fucking ridiculous. He's a jackass. like when Baker Mayfield went on a went on his friend's podcast and was talking shit about Cleveland I'm like not surprised Kansas didn't want to shake his hand and he grabbed his fucking nuts to him from the sideline Yeah I'm not shocked that when that dude feels slighted he goes on a fucking podcast in some guy's basement and starts running his mouth shocker I expect that from a fucking dumb fucking punk kid. Aaron Rodgers, you're almost 40. You're supposed to be a grown fucking man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Talking about, well... Now, that didn't come from my inner circle, and I don't know who thinks they're in my inner circle, but no, those those who know me know that, uh, you know, not to talk about these things and that they're not true. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You sound like you're 16. You sound like you've actually been slighted in any way. Because someone, I do understand, yes, a, a, an actual respected journalist had it wrong and said that he got from inside sources what day you were going into the darkness retreat. 
Who fucking cares what day you're going into the darkness retreat? Who gives a shit? You said when you came out, you were going to make a decision. You've been out for some time now. You still haven't made the decision. You know why? Because you're a fucking boy. You are not a man. You are not an adult. You are a child. You're a tall, bearded, wealthy man-child. Jesus fucking Christ. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this. I just get tired of him doing this every single offseason. And I don't see how Green Bay isn't like, you know what? Fuck the dead cap hit. Get out. Get your shit and get out. I am so tired of having to wait on you every fucking year. Get out. Roll with the kid. Jordan, I hope you're ready. That's what I would do. Fuck that dead cap hit. Whatever. I will pay whatever I have to to never see your fucking face again. I am so tired of you. People are like, it's so much money. It's so much money. Yeah, I know. If it was me calling the shots, if it was me running the books, I'd say, I don't give a fuck how much money it is. He needs to go. He keeps trying these power moves. He's going to find himself without a fucking job. Yeah, I know he's already wealthy, so it doesn't really fucking matter, but he constantly embarrasses us. Fuck him. Let's embarrass him for once. God, I get tired of that shit. That's going to put an end on this second segment. Fucking 15 days later. But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Okay. And here we are again. Oh, man. The Baltimore Ravens are stupid. <laughs> stupid. Uh, it looks like Lamar in Baltimore. I feel like I've talked about this before. It looks like they're heading for a divorce. Um, at this point, if I was Lamar, I'd say, "Fucking get me the fuck out of here." Look, fuck Tua. Fuck him. Lamar goes to Miami, that's a contender. Lamar goes to Miami, Josh Allen doesn't win the division. I promise you that. If Lamar stays healthy, that is. Much like I've said, I don't think he was as hurt as he let on towards the end of the season. I think it was just more of a holdout. 
I mean, there's not really much to say about it. It's just the fact that what what are they doing in Baltimore? What is it? He he's won like seventy four, seventy six percent of his starts. With no help from any skill players, aside from a little bit of Hollywood Brown. A little bit. That's it. That's a lie. I forgot. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is pretty good. He's pretty good at catching the football. Receivers? No. No. Running backs? No. O-line? Eh. 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 You know, eh. Defense astounding. I, I mean, I said it before. I'll, I'll say it again. Lamar plays in that playoff game. Lamar plays week 18 and wildcard weekend against the Bengals. Ravens win both of those games. And it's not close. I I mean, I don't mean that in the sense that it would have been a blowout. I mean that in the sense... They win, is what I'm getting at. They win both of those games fairly easily. But, you know, try to I don't know, roll with Tyler Huntley. I don't know, see where it gets you. You hate to see it. I don't know, maybe they'll pull their heads out of their asses, but... Questions continue to linger after Stetson Bennett speaks at NFL Combine. Look, I... Don't worry about no goddamn Stetson Bennett speaking nowhere. He's the oldest college quarterback ever. He won a national championship at 25. Cool. Mahomes won a Super Bowl at 25. Joe Burrow was in a Super Bowl at, what, 24, 25? At 
22, 23 years old, Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP. I, I, I have no room on my roster for a guy that won a national championship in college at 25. Don't need him. Don't need his help. No thanks. I'm good. You're, you, you, you're already getting a three-year late start. Thank you. Thank you very much for your service. Goodbye. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't know. We're we're about mm, week and a half, two weeks away ish, thereabouts from NFL free agency. That's when it's going to pop off. Until then, I don't know. It might be kind of quiet here. It might be kind of quiet. There might not be as much talk about football as anyone else would like to hear. Maybe not as much as I'd like to have. I don't know. Time will tell. Yes. Yes, that's right. Time will tell. <clears throat> there is a lot going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. uh, what's uh, Alec? Alex? Alec? Whatever. Murdoch? Guilty. Yep. Shocker. The dudes look guilty from the get-go. I don't know. Has anyone heard about that? Uh, you know, the boys were talking about it the other night. They're like, oh, are you going to watch the Netflix thing? They're like, oh, yeah, don't talk about it. I haven't heard anything about it. Do you not pay attention to the fucking news at all? Social media? No, nothing. Like, well, I don't really pay attention to social media. And it missed me with the trying to sound above it thing with the fucking... I don't know. I don't really get on TikTok or Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. I don't. I don't worry about Facebook. Miss me with that shit, okay? We're grown men playing Fortnite, okay? <laughs> Miss me with it. <laughs> I have social media. I play Fortnite. I don't know. Kids. Kids suck at shooting games. I used to play Apex more, and I used to preach. Preach, preach, preach how much Fortnite fucking sucked and the people that play it suck. Which, I mean, to some degree is still true. Uh, because Apex stars can go into a Fortnite no-build and win easily. Uh, Fortnite stars are not going in and winning in Apex easily. No. Uh -uh. No, it just it's not happening. But, I mean, Apex is moving to uh, tighten their skill-based matchmaking. So, there's a plus. Uh, me and my brother have been playing their new TDM game mode they got on there. It's a 6v6. Uh, no timer. It's just first to 50 kills. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, I think it's exactly what the game needed. It was getting stale. It was getting... I, I, I mean, I've talked about it. You know, 
why am I a person who was a, you know, plat for literally one match? One. Got into plat. Got out of plat. One match. Barely got in. Got right out of it. People are like, what about loss protection? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Does not happen when you start to go up in the ranks. There's no there's no forgiveness. It's the same with Rocket League. There's there's not as much forgiveness. You know, if you're <clears throat> uh you know, bronze, silver, gold, plat in Rocket League, when you rank up, let's say you go from gold three to plat one. You will go from gold three division four to plat one division two. There's your forgiveness. So that's an extra match or two that you'll have to lose to drop out of plat. That's your forgiveness. Once you hit diamond, I do believe, and maybe it was just because my MMR skyrocketed, I, I'm not technically sure. It may still be from plat 3 division 4 to diamond 1 division 2, maybe. I, I don't I can't tell you for sure because I went from plat three division four to diamond one division two and never dropped below that. Uh so I don't I don't know. But I do know from Diamond One to Diamond Two I went division four to division one. And then I, I teeter on the edge of Diamond Diamond Two and Diamond Three now. So I go from Diamond 2, Division 4, Diamond 3, Division 1. My brother has broken into champ a couple times. He's a champ right now. I, I'm almost back into Diamond 3. He goes from Diamond 3, Division 4 to Champ 1, Division 1. I know, it's, it's an over-explanation, but... Point being... Apex is a little tougher in their rankings. You go up in your rank points. I drop back down to gold. People are like, well, is there a loss for getting? No, 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 none of that. None of that. I went back down into gold after one match, after getting destroyed. Why would I ever be playing against Masters and Preds? It is a ridiculous notion. I have no business playing those guys. Those guys don't have jobs. Or at least real jobs. They play video games for a living. If you're a pred on Apex, you play video games for a living. You cannot work a 40-plus hour work week and be that good at a game all the time. People forget the Pred ranks are, are on Apex. SSLs and Rocket League are constantly updating. People are making it in. People are dropping out. There's a limited number of spaces. It's not like every other rank, and once you make it, you're, you're in. 
I think Pred on Apex is what, like top 750 in the world? SSL on Rocket League is something like the same, maybe top 1,000? Maybe less? I'm not sure. I've never played against an SSL, so I, I wouldn't know who to ask. But, I mean, sorry, I'm stuffed up. Yeah, you can't work 40 hours or more a week and have enough time to be an Apex Predator or a Supersonic Legend on Rocket League. You just can't. There's no fucking way. Maybe there's someone out that defies that law. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I have not seen anyone thus far. But, I mean, main point being, Apex is is trying to fix their skill-based matchmaking so that I, a dog shit player, never have to play against the top 10,000 in the world, the top 750 in the world. Because it should not be happening. So, I mean, that's cool. And Fortnite. <clears throat> Sorry, I guess I could have muted to clear my throat there. But Fortnite has been bugging literally all goddamn season long. As soon as the new season started, like, I'm not saying like I've got a shit ton of wins. Okay. I should have right now. I I did the math the other night. I think I did it correctly. And I checked on Tracker. And I haven't played much duos on Fortnite this season. And it said that I had like, I don't know, more wins than I should have. I was like, that doesn't look right. And then in trios and squads, I was like, no, that's definitely less wins than what it is. It said that I had like, and maybe it updated, maybe there was something wrong with the site, I'm not sure. I haven't checked since, but it said I had like four or five solo wins. And I was like, I have one that I know of. Because uh, I was super proud of it. It was my first solo win. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I did it again. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered repeating. Duos, I think it said I don't know, like 8, 10, 12, something like that. I don't I don't remember exactly how many it was. I was like, I should have like two or three duos wins. I haven't played duos that much. And I can only think of a couple times that I won. 
So I, I don't have a terrible memory. And then in trios and squads, it was like, oh, you only have, uh, you know, five wins in trios. You only have 10 wins in squads or something like that. I was like, Dude, I should have about 20 wins in trios and 25 or 30 in squads. I should have, right now, be sitting around 20 crowned victories. I know, it's not very much this late in, in, in the season. I understand that. I'm not saying that I'm good. And believe me, those trios and squad wins that I should have, that I should be getting credit for, I'm getting carried. Well, most of them. There, there's one group, when I play with... Uh, you know, the German and Jay Pizzle. Kill a Trev, not kill a Trav, kill a Trev. I'm just making names up. These aren't even real people. What am I talking about? No. When I play with them, I'm getting carried. Absolutely, I'm getting carried. And when I play with some other guys, when I play squads with them, I do a lot of the carrying. Because the lobbies are so much easier. Because when I play with Jay Pizzle, they're like, really good. But. Yeah, when I play with those other guys, it's like. Nah, I'd be carrying, bro. Even if I don't have the most kills, I still have the most damage by far. Like the other night, I got a win with those guys. And one of them was like, oh, I got 10 kills and however many assists. And I was like, how much damage? It's like, uh, like 2,700. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I had four kills, like 15 assists, and like 4,000 some damage. Say, like, yeah, I carried you. You just got the last shot on some folks. But that, I'm not doing that with, with Jay Pizzle and the boys. No, that ain't happening. But anyways. Um, so yeah, I should be getting credit for a lot more, but I've noticed, and it didn't matter if we, we'd win, and it would not matter if we readied up, went back to the lobby, or what. There were wins that we were not getting crowns. There was one night specifically with the other group of guys that I was playing with. Carrying the shit out of them. We won three games in a row. First game, simple game. Didn't have a whole lot of action, but killed who we ran into. I think we had a total of like 14. Like 13, 14 kills. Second game, we had like 20-some kills as a squad. Third game we won, we killed 40 people. We wiped half the fucking lobby. I, I have... A recording of like the last five minutes of the gameplay. 
I don't remember if it was 40 exact. It may have only been like 39. 39, 40, 41, some, somewhere right around there. That's a third. That's a third to half of the lobby. Did not get a crown. Did not get credit for it. Anyone that doesn't believe me, I, I will fucking, I will put it up on TikTok. I will fucking put it up on Twitter or whatever so you can see the kill count. We did not get a credit for any of those three crowns. Three games in a row. All the same night. Their shit has been bugging all season. And it's not just me. It's ever Jay Pizzle. German. Kill a Trev. The Pickle. Everybody that I've been playing with has been like, yeah, dude, this shit has been bugging. For two months. And on top of that, they have made zero changes to the map. You guys remember what it used to be like. The map wouldn't completely change, but there would be different variations of it. It would be like, oh, this time it looks kind of old-timey. The next game, it looks kind of futuristic. I mean, you guys remember salty, you know, salty shores. There was one. You had the normal one, which is just the houses. You had the futuristic looking one, and then you had the old west kind of looking one, you know, run down kind of town feel. That was the whole map, you know. They don't do that anymore. They made zero changes. First season is almost over. Zero changes. They've swapped a few guns in and out. The guns still suck big cock for the most part. Anyone that likes the scar is, I, I don't know, dog shit. <laughs> the scar is horrible. We got lucky when the burst came in. Uh, the burst is not bad. It's not great. But I find myself running um, a thunder, maybe a combat if my, you know, if I get the, um, oh, God damn it. Now I forget the, the word. The fucking, the power-ups. Son of a bitch. I'm going to be playing the game later tonight, and I'm going to feel so fucking stupid for not being able to remember what the word is. It starts with an A. Augments. God damn it. Look. Shut. If I get the right augment, you know, I get the, um, you know, the combat one. You know, I get the, the assault rifle. Slaps. Shotgun. Slaps. The heavy is okay. You gotta be super accurate with it, though. Have to be super accurate. The Maven, man, don't let that gold Maven fool you. The Maven is dog shit. Doesn't matter what color it is. 
that Maven fucking sucks big donkey cock. A big fucking balls. It sucks the big fucking balls. <clears throat> but yeah, I run the thunder a lot. Just best bang per capita. You get the most bang for your buck. Uh, but I'll run that a lot. If you get the pistol amp, I love a good pistol amp. You know, if you uh, it, it, there's certain augments that just work really well together. You got the light fingers, so all your white light weapons reload faster. You get the pistol amp, and then you get the mythic pistol. Oh my god, look out! I am clapping cheeks, boys. Clippity clapping the cheeks. But anyhow, sorry. Got excited there for a second. Ooh. Ooh. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the pistol. The, the SMGs this season, the the dual mag um, is okay. The, uh, the Uzi is... Fine, it's not very accurate, but close range, it's pretty good. Especially if you can get blue, perp, gold. You know, I mean, that's 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 it's always great. But the pistol is fucking ridiculous, man. It's accurate. It's fucking. It's quick. I mean, it's if you like to run and gun, it's it's perfect. So I usually get a DMR, Thunder, and a, a pistol as my ideal loadout for for this. Uh, season. And when they had the heating up thing, man, the, the heating up thing was cool, wasn't it? The heat level for you, for you and your squad. Man, that was cool. The more you did, the more uh, damage you did to people, more kills you got. Uh, everything that you, um, I guess, mined, if you want to call it, you know, mining for materials. Um, you know, the the more you did, I mean, those of you that played obviously knows. Those that didn't play um, don't know, but your heat level would rise, and you had a max of of heat level four, and it was basically like uh, once you got to a certain heat level, you'd move a little quicker. You would regenerate health and shit like that. So you know, you could just. During that little spat, I'd carry a DMR, pistol, thunder, try to get full-on chugs, and a hammer. And away we went. And if you, you know, you get cracked, you just go and, and hide for a second. Let your shit heal. You know, do a little building. Try to get ready and get back into it. Throw a chug or two, and, and off you went. You know, back into the fight. They did away with it, man. Man, I didn't even realize they did away with it because I was not carrying heels. And I was like... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. But, man, it was, oh, God, it was so much fun. I, I hope that's not the last time that we see that. I really enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. But, yeah, I, I, I am disappointed that they have made no changes to the map. Not even tried. Don't even give a fuck. 
the the map is super boring at this point. It was cool for like the first week, and now it's like, dude, I'm so fucking over castles and ice. Whoopty fucking do. That's gonna end our third segment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh-huh, yes. All right. We have now returned. Um, this episode has been spanning several more days now. Um, uh, breaking news from uh, earlier today. Uh, Derek Carr expected to sign with the Saints. I was uh, wrong. I thought Derek Carr was smart. He is not. Uh, So, I mean, good on him for not letting the Raiders trade him there. But, like, bro, you visited, like, two facilities. What are you doing? You should have been going and talking to fucking everybody, bro. Now you're about to go play with the team where their number one receiver can't stay healthy. Their running back has now been arrested, what? Two, three times. I don't even know if it's all for the same shit. I feel like it's all different stuff. I I don't know. Bad coaching staff. Bad front office. Bad team. $60 million over cap. They got a lot of moving to do. We got a clean house. Whatever, bro. Congratulations. You are the best quarterback in the division. On the second worst team. Possibly last. I mean, they're all bad. They're all bad right now. So, I don't know. Maybe you end up winning the division still with one or two more wins than the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Bucks. A little quick on the gun. Can't just be walking around with your finger on the trigger like that, bud. But, uh... Whatever. If you're happy, great, I guess. But, 
You're not getting no goddamn Jesus down there in Nolens. But, uh, whatever, man. Do your thing. Uh, it was just reported that the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. Um, I'm actually not surprised by that. I don't love what that means for their offense. But, I mean, it's also going to give you the chance to build a little bit. Raiders franchise tag Josh Jacobs. Cowboys tagged Tony Pollard. I guess that would mean that Zeke is out. I I, I mean... I don't know. Uh, Chiefs expected to release Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Also, not really shocking. Uh, Yeah, Derek Carr being a dumbass is the, the biggest news of the day. God, that's sad. It is. I mean, I like Derek Carr. Oh, well. Hopefully he doesn't end his career there. Or get his career ended there. God only knows. There's so much shit about the combine. So much shit. Why is everybody so starstruck with Anthony Richardson? Because he's fast? Because he can spin a fucking ball on his finger? I can do that too. Why does that get its own goddamn post on the NFL's Instagram? Or was it their Twitter? I don't remember. Does it fucking matter? I think it was Twitter. That's incredibly stupid. I can spin a football, basketball, soccer ball, what you fucking, you name it. I can spin it on my finger. 
before I got fat and out of shape, I could juggle a soccer ball for a couple hundred touches without it touching the ground. I could juggle a football. For those of you that <clears throat> don't know soccer terms, that means kicking, tapping, whatever, repeatedly while the ball is in the air. I could juggle a football for a fucking probably 20, 30 touches. I bet Anthony Richardson can't do that. That doesn't make me an NFL caliber kicker just because I can do a fucking trick. He completed what, 54%, 56% of his throws? Well, Josh Allen did it. So fucking what? He's not that goddamn good at throwing the football in the NFL. He's really big and really strong. He misses a lot of fucking throws. He also turns the ball over a lot. Is is that the mold we're going to base Anthony Richardson on? He looks like Cam Newton. Looks like Josh Allen. Josh Allen fell apart this year without a real OC. Great players. And they'll have, you know, great coaches sometimes. Good coaches. Brady may have needed an OC back in his early days. But by the time he had won his fifth and sixth Super Bowl, he didn't need an OC anymore. He was his own goddamn OC. He would never admit that to anybody, probably. We all know it's true. He's like, fuck, I don't need anybody calling a fucking play. I've been reading the defense the whole fucking time. I know what to do. Belichick doesn't know shit about offense. Bruce Arians, I don't know. Good offensive coach. I don't know about great. He got carried to a Super Bowl. The following year, too many injuries. This past season, even more injuries. But the coaching does affect the other players as well. That's how they ended up winning the division at 8-9 and nine and exiting wildcard weekend. His first loss, first and only loss to the Cowboys. 
You think once Peyton Manning made it to Denver, he needed an OC? No. Sure, it looks good. They're buddies. They can bounce ideas off of each other. That dude ran so many fucking audibles, it didn't matter what the fucking coaches told him. He ran the offense. Don't believe me? Go back and watch the game tape. Brady, this past year, with a bad coaching staff. Still put up ridiculous numbers for a 45-year-old man. 45 going on 46. People don't like to talk about that. Brady was top 10 in every category this season. His team was bad. His coaching was horrible. He was good. And for his age, he was amazing. Josh Allen's a good football player. Fell apart without an OC. Justin Herbert fell apart without an OC. The talent is still there. These guys struggle. Greatness tends to not struggle as much. Now, I do believe both of those teams, well... I don't know what the fuck the Bills are going to do. The Chargers are going to be a lot better this year. Offensively speaking, anyway. My prediction is Kellen Moore does so well with Justin Herbert in the offense next year that they start questioning whether they should fire Brandon Staley and put Kellen Moore in at HC. I'd do it now. I would do and say whatever I had to to get Brandon Staley out of the building. But, you know, whatever. I swear to God, if the Chargers are a contender next year, and I hear people talking about how good Brandon Staley's coaching is, I will fucking lose my shit. I will riot. I will be the only one rioting in the streets of Kansas City when people talk about, oh, how Brandon Staley is such a great coach. Oh, my God, just phenomenal. Really turn things around. No. No. He doesn't deserve it. He took over a good team. 
people are like, well, they missed the playoffs last year. They made them this year, and they had a they had what one, two more wins this year. No, 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 no. You are looking at it all wrong. They didn't fall apart offensively last season in that loss to the Raiders. Derek Carr just pulled his nuts out of his fucking drawers and just said, fuck you. We're not tying. We're not both going. We're going to the playoffs, not you. Which I, I would have done the same thing. I mean, why give him the chance? This year, they fell apart in the second half. They were up 27 to nothing at one point. Went into half at 27 to 7 and then fell apart. I would have fired Brandon Staley in a heartbeat. Shit angers me, bro. It angers me so badly. Seahawks Resigning Geno Smith. I don't really care. Whoop de do. Oh, the Titans released Bud Dupree. Fuck that guy. If I was the Saints, I would have called Chicago. And offered a pick trade. Try to get that number one spot. 
and then take a pick of whoever I wanted to play quarterback for me. Maybe they want to fucking tank and hold out for Caleb Williams. There's a lot of teams that are not going to admit to you that they want to tank so they can hold out for Caleb Williams. Say, no, next season, yeah, we're not really going to contend. I'd like to have a nice solid two-win season and then get what is expected to be the greatest quarterback of all time. I say we'll fucking see, but, I mean, still, if I was in the middle of a dumpster fire, I I might have done that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I. I understand that the Saints, well, they gave up their number 10 to the Eagles, right? So what are they, like uh, like the 29th, 30th? Something like that? But I mean, I'd give them... A late first, which I understand that that is a very late first. And then I'd give them a second. Maybe a first and third this season. Maybe like a second and a fifth next season. Four picks for the number one spot. I know that's given up a lot. But your first round pick, you're not giving them till like 29 or 30. That's kind of later than they're going to want. So, I mean, you're going to really have to drive the bargain up. And, I mean, I'm not even saying that Chicago would take this. I'm just saying, if I was the Saints and I had the, you know, the money problems that I have right now, (laughs) I would try to make something happen. Or call the Texans. Well, no, the Texans want Bryce Young. They're not going to give up that number two. Jesus Christ. How does New Orleans go all in on Breeze right before he retires? become a dumpster fire and then a couple seasons later decide you know what we're gonna fucking stay dumpster fire 
we're going to keep throwing shit on the pile. How much rework do you think you can do in that building? How big is the car contract going to be? I haven't seen numbers yet. I would assume he wants 40 a year. At least. Why go anywhere for less than 40 a year when you know that's what you can get? No, he's not going to make highest paid quarterback in the league money. I know I was shit talking. I don't think Derek Carr's an idiot. I think he knows what he is. The Jets told him he could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's dumb. Phillip Rivers never won shit. And he's way closer to being a Hall of Fame quarterback than Derek Carr is. If Derek Carr doesn't win a Super Bowl in New Orleans, Nolens, no, there's no way. No fucking way. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's no fucking way you win a Super Bowl in in New Orleans. New Orleans, Nolens, however you want to say it. I don't know. I'm 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 a white guy in the Midwest. I don't know how to fucking I don't know how I'm supposed to say it. I hear people from Louisiana say it different places or different ways. And apparently that's not even how you're supposed to say Louisiana. I don't know. Don't care. I don't give a shit. Sorry. I don't give a fuck. I had such high hopes. Go to Carolina. Go to Carolina. You get the lifestyle you want. The team's going to be able to do more to get you more help. I got a, a great new head coach was hired there. Why? The Saints don't even know what they're going to do about their coaching staff, let alone players. What are you doing? You went to two facilities. And you picked the one with a worse team, and a worse coaching staff. And the Jets just hired fucking Nathaniel Hackett, for God's sakes. The Saints still have a worse coaching staff. I don't even think Robert Saul is a very good head coach. 
I don't like Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe he'll do better as the OC there. I don't know. He'll have to really be put to the test because it seems like the Jets are out on Aaron Rodgers. Congratulations, you're the second team to hire a dumbass because you thought you were going to get Aaron Rodgers. You went to two facilities and you picked the one that literally had the worst everything. Whatever, bro. Whatever. That's all I'm going to say about it. And I'm almost out of time for this segment, so I'm going to stop this. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about a little more lighthearted shit, I hope, unless I get some fucking breaking news in the next five minutes. So, time will fucking tell. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, <clears throat> expected NFC South starting quarterbacks. Matt Corral, Coral. I don't know how to fucking say his fucking name. Who cares? Nobody fucking knows who he is for the Panthers. Desmond Ritter looked really fucking mediocre for the Falcons. Kyle Trask wishes he looked mediocre. For the Bucks, And Derek Carr, by far the best of four as it stands right now. Things could change. I, you know, I was shocked that Derek Carr went to the Saints. Um, one of these young guys could shock me. Fucking doubt it. Uh, Derek Carr, by far the best in that division. Anyways, moving on. That was a lot. I regret doing it. But we're almost a minute into the segment, and there's no going back now. Dude, I I I swear to God. So, like, I do look like, uh, I mean, I get all my shit from my, my phone, right? I, I see, I get all the updates, uh, you know, I see the news, it's on socials, I, you know, I actually look at news sites and stuff like that. Um, but it's everywhere. And, and for the past four fucking days, Twitter and Instagram and some of TikTok has been completely overtaken by the NFL combine. And I am so sick of seeing shit that doesn't fucking matter. Literally none of it matters. They're worried about Anthony Richardson doing a fucking backflip and spinning a ball, uh, spinning the ball on his finger, and then they're fucking completely covering up shit from another quarterback. I don't even know his fucking name because I, I got nothing out of him. Didn't 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 even catch his name. Didn't see anything about him because they're more worried about Anthony Richardson. Who gives a fuck? Who fucking cares?
Will Levis turned heads. Did he? He didn't turn my fucking head. Max Duggan runs a 4-5. Who gives a shit? Now we're talking about Stetson Bennett. You know what Stetson Bennett and Tom Brady have in common? They both got faster after turning 40. Jesus Christ. I've literally never seen a fucking 37-year-old NFL rookie. But we have Stetson Bennett now. Thanks. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it, man. Travis Kelsey... By a long shot, had the best complete athlete hosted SNL show. Maybe not the best sketches, but the entire show was the best. Brady's, meh. Eli's, meh. You know, Peyton's pretty funny. I prefer now when Peyton comes on and does little shit for him because he's gotten more charismatic over the years. Um, uh, early on, he kind of looked a little stiff. J.J. Watt's episode was hilarious. Uh, Michael Phelps, eh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Joe Montana... Joe Montana got carried by an all-star cast. Okay, I mean... JJ was funny. Eli was... I mean, kind of carried by an all-star cast. Peyton, kind of carried by an all-star cast. Tom Brady, kind of carried by an all-star cast. Um, The cast now was really the only one that's... Not all-star. Like, they're funny. They're not the funniest I've seen in my lifetime. Some people are better. I prefer uh, Colin and Michael on Weekend Update than I did uh, Seth Meyers. It's not that I don't like Seth Meyers. Uh, It's just, I don't know. I think Seth Meyers had some better help writing uh, the characters that would come on, obviously, uh, John Mulaney and Bill Hader kind of co-writing Stefan is uh, all-time classic, just hilarious. Um, but uh, uh, Che and Jost just, uh, they're just, they're great together. Uh, and they seem to get less uptight with every episode and it's the chemistry is just there. It's so goddamn funny. Um, 
but like like JJ was funny and he had good cast members, but he didn't get carried by the cast. I mean I mean fuck dude. Joe Montana was on when fucking Dana Carvey was still there. You got to do a church lady skit. Of course you're getting fucking carried, dude. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Church lady has stood the test of time. Here we are. Almost, you know, what, fucking 30, 35 some years later? Something like that? I forget what year Dana first started, but like 30 years. Um, I don't know. It is kind of tough. Derek Jeter's episode was pretty goddamn funny. But again, I think he had a better cast, man. I've grown up, I grew up with, you know, obviously the cast may change from year to year, but I mean, when I can, you know, first remember seeing it, Jimmy Fallon, Rachel Dratch, um, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph. And then, I mean, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to leave anybody out, but those were, those were, uh, you know, major players to me anyway. Um, Horatio, super funny. Um, then I come into Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis, Kristen Wiig. Um, heavy hitters, dude. Heavy hitters. Keenan Thompson. Heavy hitter on the show, you know. I feel like he stays because he wants to, not because there are no opportunities out there for him. But I, I don't know. I don't know. And then, I mean, I fucking hate Terran Killam. I hate his fucking face. I never thought he was funny. I think he was in funny sketches that were not written by him. I never thought he was funny. And I just kind of launched into a whole SNL thing, didn't I? For those of you that didn't see Killer Trav's episode, go watch it. It was funny. And after you're done watching that, go check out the shit that they cut for time. The NFL charity sketch. sketch, sketch I mixed skit and sketch together. The NFL charity sketch they did 
I think was like the best one I saw, and that and that's the one they cut. It was hilarious. But uh yeah. So funny, dude. So fucking funny. Um Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is a tough call though. I don't know that Jeter had the better rounded episode. But a couple of those sketches really goddamn funny. Um Again, I'm going to come out and say it. I think Heidi Gardner was creaming her pants through the entire episode. Sorry if you don't want to hear me talk about that. I don't really give a fuck. I think she was soaking wet the whole fucking time. And I think... I think maybe some of the, some of the people kind of threw her in there with, you know, getting to touch him more than everyone else. But I think she definitely kind of was throwing herself in the mix. I mean, I can't blame her. That is a very attractive man. I'd, I'd go as far as to say that he might be the most attractive man in the NFL. He's got to be top five, at least. Because, I mean, you kind of look around, he doesn't really have a whole lot of good-looking teammates. I mean, if we're being honest... Man, are tight ends just good-looking dudes? Now that I think about it, I'm like... Like, I don't think Hawkinson's ugly. Uh, Goddard's not bad. Andrew's not bad. Ingram's not a bad-looking dude. None of them are Kelsey tier, but like Tony Gonzalez, it's a good looking dude. Gronk, well, I don't know. Gronk's kind of got a big nose and big ears, but still, I mean, the muscles kind of bring it together. <laughs> I do know while JJ was in the league, now he has since retired, so you get tossed out of that conversation, but uh, so does Brady. Sorry, fucking see ya. Uh, JJ was an absolute contender for number one spot of best looking in the league. That is a very fucking good looking man. How back in the day, Antonio Gates was a good looking dude. 
especially when you get all fucking shredded up for the season. You know, in the off season, you kind of put on some pounds, whatever, and you know, you get a little chunky. Nah, whatever. You know, maybe you cuddle with it. But Antonio Gates, fucking like post Thanksgiving. God damn, boy, putting in that work. I'm trying to think of like the other big stars now. Like Patrick Mahomes is not a good looking dude. I'm sorry. He's not. I don't think he's he's very attractive. As much as it pains me to say Joe Burrow is a good looking cat. Uh, fuck anyone that will defend Josh Allen. I think he looks goofy. I think Justin Herbert looks goofy. Uh, Derek Carr always looks like he's wearing eyeliner. If if it weren't for that, he might be an all right looking dude. Um, I'm just going through quarterbacks now. trying to think of big names i mean chris jones not really a good looking dude aaron donald not really a good looking dude i mean just kind of just kind of on cheese i don't think frank clark is ugly You know who's fugly? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it. Justin Fields. That dude is fugly. He is, man. Is it just something about being hit? You ever notice that there are like way more good looking stars in the NBA? Braun? Braun's a handsome motherfucker. KD's ugly. Y'all can judge me for talking about this. I don't give a fuck. Steph is fucking sexy, bro. <laughs> Steph is hot. Draymond's kind of goofy looking. Dame's a good looking cat. Giannis actually looks like a Greek god. I, I maybe I'm alone in this. I think Chris Paul actually looks better the older he gets. Kyrie's kind of goofy looking. Luca's definitely goofy looking. Jokic is fucking. Jokic is fugly. Just trying to think. <clears throat> For guys that see like like more contact, you know. Like basketball is not a contact sport, but it is. You know what I'm talking about. Like not not so much nowadays, but like hell, even back in the day, I don't know. I see old pictures of Magic, and I'm like, meh. Mike looked intimidating. Like he always looked angry, and I think that kind of took away from his smile. He had a nice smile, but he always looked angry. Then I mean I'm I'm just talking 
shit about, you know, things that I see now looking back. I mean, I didn't grow up with that shit, you know. I was born in 96. Baseball is where the sexy motherfuckers are. Uh huh. Mm-mm-mm. James Harden wins me over for the beard only. I didn't, I, you know, I don't think John Morant's a bad looking cat. I think he's a dumbass. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to fucking get into more NBA. Like I know stuff about the NBA. I just don't really watch it. I mean, I follow all sports. I, I have. And, uh, uh, God damn it. I said, and cause I couldn't think of the word. I have a subscription to the athletics. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly reading about shit. You know, I follow, uh, I follow the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. Um, I mean, the chiefs and the Royals are at the top sportings at the top. Um, uh, you know, uh, Michigan sports is at the top. Um, the MLS, the World Cup, gaming, PGA, fantasy football. I mean, just, you know, Michigan football in general, MMA, Mizzou, you know, football and sports in general. I mean, the NHL, I, I got Casey Curran on there now. I got fucking um, uh, just, you know, college hoops. I got the fucking, you know, just college football, fucking the Champions League. I mean, these are all things that I, you know, I get stories from. So I'm like, I'm constantly reading about stuff. It's just that I I live and breathe football. And I know, like... My wife hates it. The once football is over, I pour more and more energy into video games. <laughs> I mean, now with my son, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's more about him than anything else. It used to be when it was just us, she didn't give a shit about football, but that was, you know, that was really all I asked for during the season was like, we got Thursday nights, Monday nights and all day Sunday and a couple Saturdays in December and January. Technically, I guess kind of, you know, but you know, like, so she'd just kind of sit around and, you know, scroll through social media or whatever while I'm watching football. And I mean, you'll understand, you know, for those of you that aren't in serious relationships, when you find yourself in one or when you get married, like you still make time to go out and do things if you want it to be successful. 
we don't get to go out as much. I mean, fuck, man, the fucking the kid kind of overtakes everything, and he's he's almost two now, man. He's always fucking cranky, so it's kind of like, do do we really want to fucking go have a headache, you know? And it's uh, you know, but I mean, that's you know, that's that's just kind of how life is for everybody. And I mean, things might be different if we were rich. We're not, you know, we, um, it's, it's not like we're not hurting. We're not struggling. We just, you know, we might not get to go out as much. We both got to work a lot. Not because we're struggling, but our jobs just kind of demanded of us sometimes. Hers more so than mine. And then it becomes about the kids. So a lot of our time gets poured into our son. So we still try to make time just for each other. But the longer you're in a relationship, the more you realize that, like, we can just sit here and be in each other's company. And whatever can be on the TV, we might scroll on our phones and we chit-chat for a little while. You just spend a little time here and there. You still got to make time to go out. You have to. You have to get the kids away for a night. Every once in a while, at the very least, you have to. We try. I mean, I'd like to get like a once every two weeks, but like I said, with, with the jobs, that's just not always how it works out. But we try to do that at least once a month, at least, if not more. Which, I mean, I think we both kind of hate doing it only once a month. We'd like to be able to go out and get dinner or see a movie or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, I mean, that's a that's a small sacrifice, you know, I mean, really, because I, I, I love my son. The kid changed my life. But anyways, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole rant. But, uh, it used to be once football season was over, more time would get poured into video games. Not necessarily that I wouldn't be spending time with her. It was just like. It, it was. It's actually. It was less time by myself, but it seemed like more because there wasn't conversation going on. Does that make sense? I don't know. But now I, you know, I only really. I, you know, I may play video games every night of the week after my wife and son go to bed. Sometimes my wife not go to bed immediately with my son, but I feel like like most of the time she does. If she's able to hit the gym right after work or something, sometimes she she waits to go to the gym after he goes to sleep. It's fine, or you know she might come home and she's like, "Can I just go to the gym now?" And then he can get in the shower with me. You know, it's whatever. It's the whole thing. It's all fine. Just you know, I'm just saying. I don't get on. The boys know. Number one is the kid. 
I'm not going to be on until he goes to bed. If I get on. And I know she really, like, really fucking hates the setup I got going right now. Like, she kind of made a big deal about it at first. But wasn't, like, making a big deal about it because it was, like, I wouldn't leave in the shit out the next morning. You know, I'd put everything away, like, as soon as I was done and get ready to go to bed. But, like, my brother bitched at me and bitched at me for the longest time. Like, you realize you could get so much better if you were just looking at a smaller screen. Your your TV is too big. You're taking too much time to look around the whole screen for everything that's going on. For the longest time, I was like, man, fuck you. I like this TV. Leave me alone. I fucking love this TV. And then I played on a smaller screen once, and I was like, shit. That does make a fucking difference. <laughs> so now what I do is I move the little coffee table up to the corner by the entertainment center. Okay. I get a tray and another table out. And kind of kind of cock it at an angle on on the left end of the entertainment center. Put a small TV on that. Hook up the HDMI from the Xbox to that TV. And then I've got like a, you, you, I don't know if you guys, you know the bowl chairs? You don't see them as much nowadays, but like the bowl chairs. I've got a Mizzou bowl chair. And I sit in and I could have, I put a couple pillows on the back of it to help kind of prop me up so I can't relax as much. You know, we got to get that fucking grind in, son. We got to get that goddamn grind in. We out here working, boy. But, uh, so yeah, I got the TV set up. And then I got the chair. I got the table next to me. And then I'll put whatever a show, uh, whatever game is on, football, basketball, fucking hockey, soccer, whatever. It doesn't matter if there's a game that I'm interested in kind of glancing at. That's what's on. During football season, Thursday nights, Thursday night game is on. While I'm playing video games. Monday nights, it's on while I'm playing video games. Sunday nights, it's on while I'm playing video games. Unless it's the Chiefs game, then I'm watching the Chiefs game. You know what I mean? Or if it's a game that I really want to watch, you know, we might party up and talk about the game while we're watching it. <clears throat> so I have to clean that whole setup every night. She fucking hates it, dude. But, you know. It is what it is. But, you know, like I said, we're fucking, okay, so like another thing is, is like, I know I'm spiraling. Leave me alone. Let me talk. No one ever lets me talk. Just let me talk. Fuck yourself. Thank you. So I, I feel like like maybe I've talked about this before. I don't know. I have an Elite 2 controller. For those of you that know, when that controller first dropped, as a $200 controller. It's now like three years old. 
And I don't know, like. Maybe like four or five months ago. I don't know. It's It's been a while. I'm sitting there in between matches, scrolling on my phone. I always keep my controller just sitting on my leg like a dummy. And, of course, I'm scrolling through TikTok. Something makes me laugh. The controller falls. Nothing really bad. Now I've got a little stick drift. Left stick. If it was right stick drift, whatever, we can make it work. Left stick drift, Rocket League, fucks you. Apex, fucks you. Fortnite, fucks you. Literally every game you play fucks you. People are like, well, you can just change the binding. And I'm like, that's going to be so much worse trying to get used to playing it backwards now. <laughs> Plus, I'm still going to have the drift affecting my, you know, my other inputs. So, like, yeah, whatever. So that was like, yeah, four or five, hell, maybe even six months ago. It's been a while. Like a dumbass, probably about three or four weeks ago, I did this same fucking thing. Didn't even learn from my mistake. Did the same shit. Controller falls. Now... No more right stick click. Left stick drift, much worse. Bumpers, trade places on going in and out. You just trade off on that shit. So now we've got like major issues. And for like Fortnite, Apex, whatever, I can change the bindings. It takes a minute to get used to because on the Elite 2, you've got the mappable programs on the back, right? So I can change the bindings on those and whatever. Fine. Rocket League, it was hindering my capabilities a lot. And I keep bitching and bitching and bitching. My brother's like, just play with a different controller. And I'm like, do you know how hard is it how hard it is to play with a controller, a normal one that doesn't have the programs on the back, you know, the extra buttons. Once you get used to playing with one that has one, it's like it's super difficult to play with an Elite Two for three years. And then try to play with a regular controller. For three years, I didn't play with a different controller. I played with the Elite 2. I mean, it was eventually going to go out anyway. He's like, just go get a new one then. And I'm like, man, I... I got a kid now. I can't just go spend 200 bucks on a fucking controller for shits and giggles. Man, we gotta, we gotta kind of adhere to the budget like a little bit. Plus, we spend like way too much money on food. 
because we're lazy. And that's our fault. But, you know. So the other night, it was so bad on Rocket League. I couldn't couldn't flip in the air. And when I tried to just do a double jump, it flips automatically. And I'm, like, trying to, like, change, you know, it, it from being aggressive stick movement to, like, smooth. So it's, you know, it would take the drift longer to affect it. And it's just, like, the whole deal. And I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> this is becoming such a fucking headache. I just get the regular controller out and start playing. And then last night I had a fucking reset in the air. Not a shitty one. My brother was like, that's the world's shittiest air dribble. I was like, it's not really an air dribble. It's more of just a one-touch reset. <laughs> it was bad. But I was like, He's like, he made a comment. He's like, you're going to make me cry just to see how far you've come. And I'm like, I've been telling you for, for months, like I have improved greatly, but my controller is, is holding me back. And he's like, it's not making that much of a difference. And then I hit that shot and he's like, no, it's kind of luck, but also maybe the controller did make that much of a difference. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, But, you know, you know, so daddy's going to have to fucking save up to go get a new fancy controller. He keeps telling me, my brother keeps telling me about, um, what are they, scuff controllers? Those look really nice. You can get like the custom ones and shit like that. Maybe I'll look into those, but I think those are like more expensive. I think the Elite 2s are like 175, 180 now, and the scuffs for like a customized one are like 250 ish. Maybe more. I don't remember. But so daddy's going to have to set some money aside that uh, mama's not going to know about. I'm just kidding. She listens to these. It's too late. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. It's just going to take a minute. But, uh, even my building on Fortnite has gotten better, which I found that, like, when I first got back into playing Fortnite, when they put the no build on there, I'm like, holy shit. I'm playing in the lower level ranks, you know, and like, I'm like, these kids fucking suck at shooting. Like, they fucking suck at it. Like, they spend all their time worrying about building and they fucking suck at shooting. Well, when you play with the sweats like Jay Pizzle and them, things get a little more difficult. I got, I got, I got some shit to talk on pickle here for a second. Motherfucker complained the other night. We're playing, we're playing no build, and we're getting our shit rocked. He's like, "Well, at least we placed top fifth. I'm like, "Top fifth doesn't, you know, top five doesn't mean shit." It's either you win or you did nothing. If you ain't first, you're last. We pick up 
two guys. I put it in build. He's talking about how much he hates build. He fucking dies and the, the three of us go and go on and get a win in build. I'm like, it, like the sweats can build and shoot, but I'm like, at the very least, I, I can build myself some cover for a second. Now, I mean, as much as, as much more fun I have playing Fortnite with Jay Pizzle and the German and Killa Trev. Uh, the skills still would not even come close to translating to Apex. Me and me and my brother picked that up. Uh, you know, I, I was talking earlier about, you know, the TDM and it's fine when I actually last night we tried to play some just just some straight duos because the TDM map sucked and the loadouts had kind of been sucking. So we're like, oh, we'll just we'll just play a, a duos or two real quick and then we'll switch to Rocket League. Yeah, it's still really fucking hard. It's way fucking harder. Every Fortnite match I play, every single one, I get no less than three kills. I'm averaging, I don't know, probably 10. Somewhere between 8 and 12 a game. Which I know is not super sweaty. But it could be a lot fucking worse. There are people out there that I'm fucking martyring that are probably averaging three or less. I don't get less than three kills. I play with people that do. It's very maddening. We play two games of duos. I got one kill between the two. And I was like, I am sick of this shit. So sick of it. So like I was talking about the other day, you know, they're talking about revamping their whole fucking skill-based matchmaking. Hopefully it gets a little better, but for now it's it's still dog shit. I promise. I promise if you are a sweat on Fortnite and you play against the sweats on Apex, you will get your fucking shit rocked. Those sweats on Apex, they probably can't come into Fortnite and build as good as you. You get them in a no build, they will fucking massacre you. It is not even remotely close to being the same. This is months after basically putting Apex down. 
before last week, I hadn't played Apex in like three months. Outside of maybe once or twice, just to see if it got a little better. And we play one match. Call it quits. Because it's it's it, not fun. It's not fun anymore. I pick up Fortnite. And I start, I start to get pretty decent at it. Not pretty good, pretty decent. We won three games in a row the other night. This is aside from what I was talking about earlier, the three in a row that bugged out and I got no credit for crowns. We won three in a row and I actually got credit for crowns. So now I think I have a total of like three or four crown victories. Yay. You decided to fix the fucking bug a week before the fucking season ends. Thank you. Really appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, that's, we win three in a row. The last one we had like a, like, I don't know, like 34, 35 kills or something like that. I had nine or 10 of them. Literally ran three lobbies in a row. I think it's been over a year since the last time I won a match of Apex. And like, you know, like I said, I really haven't touched it. In the past two or three months. Outside of this past week, we've been playing a lot of TDM because it's a lot of fun. But there was still fucking nine, ten months in the mix there. That I was playing it almost every day. No wins in sight. I'm sure there was one, at least one. I can't fucking tell you when it was. I know I didn't have any wins last season. Don't have any this season. Probably won't have any next season. My win percentage on Fortnite, I'm in like the top 0.5%. Of the world. I went like. I, obviously I don't have as many games. As some of the people playing. But right now as it stands. I basically. Win. Like every third game. <laughs> like. <laughs> Maybe not quite that often. I probably win no shit at least one out of every five. 
And sometimes you go on a three-game run. And then sometimes you may not win 10 in a row. Guess what? That's still more than one out of every five. Couldn't even tell you if it was 2022 or 2021 the last time I won an Apex game. Can't even tell you the year, let alone the month. I just won three games of Fortnite in a row Saturday night. Shit's different, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. And I know in the past episodes I've been over my numbers with you guys. They're pitiful. Embarrassing numbers. For someone that played a game for fucking, I don't know, two, three years. Sad. Sad. But like, my brother has finally broken into champ, like solidly in twos now on uh, Rocket League. He like He's been teetering. But he's been in champ for like the past week. We've been holding on to it. And I am solidly in Diamond 3 right now. Right now. So I guess you can't even really call it solidly. Uh, And the fucking season ends like tomorrow. (laughs) Probably have an update for it today. Wouldn't even think about that. I'll have to fucking check that out. Yeah, I'm I'm Diamond Three, Division Two, Division Three, something like that right now. We're getting there. We're getting there. He seems to think that I'm gonna hit champ next season. I think he's high. But uh time will tell. Oh yes. Time will tell. But uh I'm I'm running I'm running short on time here. Uh so I think I'm gonna have to call this one quits. You see? I've got uh, things to do, people to see, and some motherfuckers to kill tonight. They've gotta fucking die. And maybe some goals to score. I don't know quite what's in store for us yet. But we're gonna fucking make it happen. So. uh, Thanks for coming in. For the. What is this? 15? I don't know. I feel like I should. This should have been like. Three separate episodes at least. If not more. I'm sorry. I suck. I suck big fat cock. I apologize. I'll try to do better. But I can't promise you anything. We'll we'll try to fucking, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Get off my fucking back already. I get tired of being yelled at. Fucking sick of this shit. I hate it here. And I'm kind of kind of doing the most today 
I don't know if I like that. I don't think it's a good look. Hmm. We'll just have to workshop it. Thanks again for coming by for, I don't know, the 15th or 16th episode, whatever it is. I'll, uh, there's more shit hidden like every day right now. Free agency is about to pop off like next week for the NFL. So shit's about to get wild. And we didn't even get into John Morant. Man, I was going to talk about that. Fuck. Well, I'm back to eight hour days now. So maybe I'll maybe I can get another one in this week. We'll see. Anyways, I got to fucking go. I got to stop talking. You got to stop bringing me back in. It's 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 over. It's over and done now. Okay, I'm sorry. I won't have it anymore from you. I just I won't. I don't I you know no. Don't shake your ass at me. I don't care how thick it is. I told you I'm not having it. Okay? Okay. Listen. For the third time, thank you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for stopping by. We're going to try to do another one this week. We got to talk about John Morant. He's a fucking dummy. He really is. So this has been another episode of Hopelessly Unchecked. I have been your host, Big Maddie the Fatty. We'll see you next time. You fucking kids take it easy, eh?